The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're with me again this week. After the break, we'll be talking with my friend, Aldo, who's trained as a chiropractor and a Chinese doctor. He will talk with us about his multifaceted approach to successfully diagnosing and treating health problems often providing healing to people who had given up hope. If you're struggling with something emotional, psychological, or physical, have a personal story to share, or want to ask Aldo or myself a question, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or email now or between shows to Dr. Paula Joyce. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4400. Six zero. That's one two one four seven three six four four six zero. For those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, let me tell you what we are all about. Of course, each show stands on its own, and you can listen listen to shows individually, skip around, or go back to the beginning and listen in order. Regardless of how you approach listening, you will discover that a story of healing gradually unfolds. You gain a lot of information on how to improve the quality of your life by changing how you think about your life. The more positive and grateful you are, the more amazing your life becomes. Over the course of the shows, you will learn how to become healthier emotionally, psychologically, and physically through inspirational stories and specific techniques for working with the spiritual 
and physical realms. You will learn ways to release depression, anxiety, fear, anger, and abuse, including self-abuse, as well as how to find the blessings with within even the most challenging experiences in life. We hear concepts like forgiveness, gratitude, acceptance, living in the moment, but to most of us those are just words because we don't know how to implement these ideas in our lives. They're too abstract. My regular listeners are learning how to do so, and as a result, are living healthier, happier, and more fulfilling lives. I hope you, too, choose to join us on a regular basis. As one listener from New York wrote to me this week, I listen to your show whenever I can. The beginning part of the show where you talk to us is always so polished passionate, and full of helpful information. And you're so natural with your guests. I can feel the connection you have with each of them, and it makes it so easy to listen and to learn. I loved last week's show. Your beginning section on life after death was profound, and Bernie was a delight. He always thinks outside the box and has so much to offer. Thank you, Janie. I appreciate your kind comments and your taking the time to write in to me. And for those of you who missed last week's show, you can always listen to the podcast, and it's well worth your while. And for more information about Bernie, his books and CDs, you can go to BernieSiegelMD.com. And that's S-I-E-G-E-L, Bernie Siegel, M-D, as in medicaldoctor.com. Today, I have a few stories of healing to share with you. One was from a client who gets a gripping feeling in her heart and nausea when she feels the fear that follows her anger. This time she said, I noticed that the gripping feeling and the nausea were not as intense and they didn't last as long. I also realized very quickly that I was grateful for this situation because it brought these feelings to the surface and showed me how I'm getting healthier. In addition, she realized that it also gave her another opportunity to release the next layer of fear and anger. She's now able to observe her process, understand it, and be grateful for the healing. She knows that she has gone from waking up in the middle of the night with worry that was really repressed fear and anger to actually feeling the fear in her body, to allowing herself to feel it, and to notice her own growth and healing. Living life from this perspective changes everything. The pain becomes even lighter because you can see how a challenging situation is actually benefiting you, is actually a blessing. It's living the concept that it isn't what happens to you, it's what you do with it. 
and using our experience to grow and heal and become happier and healthier is a very good thing. I also got a call from a woman who was following up on our show from last week. Dottie shared her story of communication from her daughter who had passed away. As she said to me, losing her daughter is every mother's worst nightmare. And she's doing the best she can with it day by day. Two things have made it a little easier for her. One is that she knows her daughter would want her to live her life and be happy. The other is the experience that I will share as Dottie told it to me. First, she said, it's important for you to know that my daughter just died. And afterwards, I kept asking, please give me a sign that you are okay. I had only been home from burying her for a few days when I went to get my hair cut. My beautician had been listening to me talk about my daughter's illness for a while, but she didn't know that she had died, and I was dreading having to tell her. I had just sat down in the chair and was crying, trying to find the right words to speak when my heart was so full of pain. When my cell phone rang, I saw that it was coming from my daughter's cell phone, so I answered it. I was surprised because I had just spoken with my son-in-law, and I couldn't imagine why he'd be calling again, especially from my daughter's cell phone. I said hello, but no one answered. And I said hello again. After a long pause, my son-in-law finally said, Hello, Dottie, is that you? Are you okay? I said, yes, but you called me. Why did you call me? We were just, we just spoke. He said, no, you called me. And then he told me that he just by chance was walking past the dresser where he had put his wife's phone two weeks earlier. He heard it ring opened the drawer, picked it up, answered it, and said hello. He couldn't even understand why it still had a charge after being dormant for two weeks. The battery should have been gone. The only explanation that any of us could find was that my daughter was letting us both know that she was okay. She had responded to my plea for a sign. Dottie went on to say that she went to her rabbi wanting his explanation. He told her that he had heard many stories from other congregants and was thoroughly convinced that there is an afterlife and loved ones are communicating with their living relatives. I appreciate Dottie making the effort to share this story with me. So many of us keep these stories to ourselves because we're not sure how others will react. Will they think we're making it up or that we're going crazy? The more that we talk with others about these experiences, the more that we will all open our hearts and minds to what we have been made to believe is not possible 
or is just a nice story to make us all feel good. The book and movie, Heaven is for Real, is a moving story of how people's fears keep them from seeing the truth of an afterlife and how a four-year-old child in his innocence is able to relate what he saw in heaven in a way that helps people open up their hearts and minds and begin to believe. Last week, I talked a lot about my mother's dying. What I didn't share was how she communicated with my sister and I after she died. On the last morning that we were in Florida, I picked an angel card, as I always did. Before I could think about what it was, I felt this strong need to go out to the terrace. In all the years that I had been visiting my mother, I had never had the feeling of being pulled outside and really never even went out before breakfast. When I looked up, I saw a beautiful rainbow and was able to get my sister to come outside just before it disappeared. At that moment, I had the strong feeling that our mother had come to say goodbye and to tell us that she was in heaven now and that we should feel the same joy that she was experiencing. Later, when I looked at my angel card, I saw that it was the angel of transformation, which was has a picture of a rainbow on it. I realized then that the transformation was mother's, that we had helped her make it, and she was thanking us. The story does not end here, though. As I've told you previously, my family has a history of emotional abuse. I shared with you the moment of grace that I experienced after Bernie Siegel's first appearance on my show which healed my relationship with my father. This time, the healing with my mother came in a dream the night before Bernie's guest appearance last week. Something happened in both instances where the telling of the story allowed me to see it in another light and to feel something that allowed me to release all of the pain, anger, hurt, guilt, and shame, because it's not an intellectual releasing. It doesn't come from the mind. It comes from the heart. It comes from the unconscious. It comes from the soul. It comes from a deep, deep, deep place within us. Even more importantly to me, the dream showed me that the family pattern was finally broken literally shattered into such tiny pieces that it couldn't ever, ever be put back together. I've been working on these things for years, but the depth of forgiveness and releasing of old patterns and all remnants of negativity left me with nothing but gratitude for the healing and for all that my parents gave me while they were alive and continue to give me, even though they are no longer physically here. And in many ways, what I can receive from them now is stronger, more powerful, and more healing 
now that the personality is gone and what's left is the spiritual part, the beauty of the soul and the spirit. The healing is not just for me. It's also for my ancestors, my children, and their children, and it spreads out to the rest of the blood relatives and everyone in their lives. And it's for my clients as well. As I told a new client yesterday, I have to do my own healing, not only for myself, but because I can only take my clients as far as I have gone. And I have gone very deep in my own healing. It isn't always easy, but carrying heavy sadness, anger, and pain isn't easy either. Because I've done the hard work, I can help my clients release their pain faster and with more ease, effectiveness, and efficiency. I've paved the way. I've opened the energy for, the, for an easier journey for them. And as we've said many times here, burying the emotional pain causes harm to our bodies, which is why I bring gifted people on my show, like Aldo, to help you find new ways of healing and taking care of your physical body. So let me introduce him to you now. Aldo Diversi is both a chiropractor and a Chinese medical doctor. He continued his education with graduate studies and has multiple methodologies at his disposal, including myofacial therapy, neuroemotional technique, kinesiology, cranial therapy, nutrition, and rehabilitation. His unique education has allowed him to integrate Western medical diagnosis with Chinese methodologies, nutrition, whole foods, herbs, chiropractic, and acupuncture. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Aldo to talk about his unique approach to diagnosis and treatment of health problems. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 
1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Hi, if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Aldo Diversa talking about his unique approach to diagnosis and treatment. And I want to let the audience in on a fact that they wouldn't know from any of the bio information or anything um, that I've talked about previously, so that all Aldo and I met dancing Argentine tango. <laughs> so I've just outed you if that wasn't something you wanted. No, it's a it's a it's a wonderful experience. I think everyone should consider taking uh, some form of dance. You may not consider it or think you can't do it, but uh, it's it's so so beautiful. You have to trust us on this to to try. It re- it really is, and it's interesting that you use the word trust because I found that it helps me build trust and to know who to trust, and right. it's one of the reasons I know that um, that I can trust you um, when when you're dancing with somebody, you feel safe or you don't, and it's it's a profound experience. So I'm curious about. How it is that you got interested in both Chinese medicine and chiropractic work? Um, well, uh, one, thank you for having me on. Uh, I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, well, as a kid, I had uh, gotten, fell down a flight of stairs, and my mom had took me to the, the wind got knocked out of me, and my mother takes me to the chiropractor, and he adjusts me, and and I, I felt better, and I just went on in my thoughts of like, okay, that's what they do, and on with life. And so, as I kept going for aches and pains, uh, we'd go back to the chiropractor, and and I had other issues that would come up, and each time the chiropractor would would give us some help. So maybe uh, we were getting hypoglycemic attacks, uh, me and my sisters, and, and you know the medical doctor says, yep, you have hypoglycemia. We did the four-hour glucose tolerance test in the hospital, and 
they didn't, they kind of stopped at that point. Like, well, okay, well, now what do we do if we have it? Because we're getting head rushes and we're falling down kind of almost at times. And so, you know, the chiropractor would say, wait, here, let me give you an adjustment specifically for sugar handling and don't eat these foods. And so each time the chiropractor did more and more, I said, wow, this is, this is actually really useful. This is a lot of stuff. And so as I kept studying, uh, the chiropractic techniques my chiropractor was doing really came from, uh, if you weren't going to say maybe oriental medicine or Chinese medicine, uh, they go hand in hand. And, and, and it started evolving from there as me trying to find better answers of, well, how does, it, how does the body really work? What's really going on? Fascinating, and I would think your mother was pretty advanced, a pretty advanced thinker um, to have been taking you as a child. You um, grew up in an environment that where where ideas and concepts that were new and kind of scary to a lot of people were just natural to you. Uh, uh, yes, and in fact, my first chiropractor is, I still, he's semi-retired in Florida. He had graduated from college in 1956, if that tells you anything. And <laughs> he, his, his family told him, why don't you get an honest profession? Instead of being a chiropractor, they says, why don't you become an honest profession and be a bank robber? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's how low on the total pole chiropractic was. <laughs> yes. So, so yes, there definitely it was a learning curve for people or an experiential curve of, oh, hey, wow, this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's really beautiful. Um, and, and it sounds like you were very fortunate and were fortunate that you um, had that history and moved into this field and and are able to combine so many ways of looking at and thinking about things. Mm -hmm. So how do you approach somebody, a new client comes in and um, what, what would your, what would it be like if I were walking into your office new? Um, each person, excuse me, each person, uh, is different because you don't know where they're coming from. And the more I can incorporate, um, the better I can help them. So, the example, a person might come in. Uh, can, can I give you, like, a, a stereotypical story? Yes, please. Um, the man comes in. I have all these forms with all these questions. He doesn't answer any forms. It might answer <laughs> the same question four times in the form. He doesn't answer anything. He says, well, my back hurts. It starts hurting. I want you to fix my back. Um, <laughs> come to, in, in this particular example, uh, meanwhile, find out the guy was having prostate problems. He was having uh, sexual problems. He had been to the hospital and given medications. And when we finally did the full workup, it took me that much longer. Hey, you have all this stenosis in your back. You have all this arthritis. That's why you're having sexual problems. That's why your prostate uh, appears to be giving me or like calcifications and high prostate numbers, if he would have told me that additional information sooner and given me the additional studies and workup he already had, I could have helped him even faster to explain to him uh, his different treatment options. So it's, it's, it's just, it depends where the person comes from, how soon or how quickly they can get better if they're sort of ready for it or have a self-awareness. 
Well, and I think people don't understand that the hip bone's connected to the thigh bone, that, you know, that it really is all connected and that a problem with your back could be come from a place that y- you wouldn't even think it was connected, but, but all that, that, of it affects everything. That's exactly right. In the case in point, I'll give you a specific example and connecting it to Chinese medicine. That's what made me want to study more. If a person has, say, a chronic, nagging, low back problem, then from the Western medical side, it's, well, let's make sure the back is strong and the joints are moving properly, at least from an osteopathic view or a chiropractic view. Uh, in Chinese medicine, they say, well, gosh, why, why is the low back chronically weak? Well, what area controls that? Well, it's the kidneys. And they'll say in Chinese medicine, well, tonify the kidneys and you'll help that low back pain. You hear the word tonify, you're like, hmm, tonify. But basically, you said maybe energize or make that area stronger. Well, when they mean kidneys, that's kidney energy to make chronic low back pain, they're thinking adrenal glands. And so what we found is that when you test people with low back pain, they will have low adrenals if you do, say, an adrenal test or an adrenal panel. And if you give them a kidney tonifying herb, which is also most times an adrenal tonifier, like maybe... Uh, ginseng or eleuthero or withania or something, that they actually feel better and have more energy. And their low back pain doesn't hurt or doesn't come up. And and, and you also mentioned the prostate because I know there's a belief out there that, well, that just happens when you get older. Oh, well, nothing you can do or except you take this awful medicine that keeps you up half the night. Uh, well, and that's the same category. Uh, if it's prostate, that's still kidney tonification that goes along with um, kidney means in the, anything in the category of uh, energy, like adrenals or sexual function, but it also controls skin, hair, uh, nails, bones, teeth. All of that falls under sort of kidney control. So when that battery is sort of charged up, you have more energy. Well, over time, your battery can tend to start to run low. I mean, are you drinking coffee every day? Are you up late? Are you indoors instead of being in sunlight? All that is a depletion in energy as opposed to a uh, rejuvenation of energy. Interesting. And you mentioned bone health because there's so you know much advertising, and especially in, in regards to women, about osteopenia and osteoporosis. I don't think the Western medicine is looking at kidney energy when they talk about bone health. Well, uh, I want to I want to add uh, add a I guess you might say a disclaimer, but a reference in disclaimer. So. In this short lecture, I'm only talking about maybe, I won't say my way, but one aspect of health and one aspect of healing, and that each individual situation is different and fact-dependent. And today's information is not medical advice, and listeners are advised to seek medical care from a medical provider. Now, with that being said, when you mentioned bone health, um, your, your bones uh, do quite a bit for immunity inside the that's making blood cells. So bone health has a lot to do with the whole body's immune function, and then one of the cofactors, because they inter, intermix, is this sort of kidney, sort of adrenal gland. It has a lot to do with bone health. So if I went into your office with a diagnosis of osteopenia, 
what um, which for those who don't know is like pre osteoporosis. It's sort of like you know a, a flashing light. Pay attention. If you don't do something, this is going to get worse. Um, well, there there uh, there actually are some tests to see if you're retaining uh, calcium and retaining the calcium-linking proteins that hold calcium in the bone. So uh, it's interesting if you take a DEXA scan, they're good tests, but the way the test works is the control is 20-year-old, around 20-year-old females. So they're comparing your T-score, and you might be 40, 50, 60, 70, or 80 years old, and you're getting compared to a 20-year-old, so it's hard not to fall out of range. So Fascinating. One, test, one, test, one test, right, one test that we might use. Now, there is also a Z-score, which is age match, which actually can be more useful. But without getting technical, one test you can do is a urinary DPD. There's these protein links. What holds the calcium in the bone, what makes bone strong and not the tensile strength of bone, is the protein matrix that holds the calcium in. It's not the calcium by itself. So there's a urine test, it's inexpensive, and that could tell you if you're losing those protein links to hold in bone. So that might be one test I might consider if the person really wants to have a test or really wants to go back to their medical doctor and say, well, you know, you've given me this product, but does it hold the part that makes bone have tensile strength? So, that, so there is a comparative medical test that's out there. Okay. And, and in addition, what would you do that would be different from what my... Um, bone doctor, MD, would, would say. Ah, okay. Well, they might prescribe, uh, let's say, uh, a Fosamax or another uh, denosimumabob. There's a, another, another group of stuff. Um, but over time, that particular medicine uh, doesn't appear to... Uh, it makes bone denser, but it's not stronger. It keeps the old bone from leaving. And so they're getting weird after, say, five, seven years. They're getting weird spiral fractures. They're standing up and getting spontaneous fractures. Uh, they're getting osteonecrosis of the jaw, which is a jaw rot because you can't get the normal microcirculation because of, the, because of that product like a Fosamax. Now, Fosamax, incidentally, is that hormone control. And so bones have a lot to do with hormones as well as sort of adrenal, adrenal gland is sort of like, you know, this is under the hormonal system. So that would be their response and that, the long term, the Fosamax doesn't prevent a fracture. As far as things that I look for in the office, you know, you might start with what the person is eating. So an example as a, would be if someone's drinking soda, when they looked at children, if they took about the big girls, if they're drinking cola, they're five times more likely to get a fracture. Wow. So, you know, if you, if you say, gosh, I have osteopenia, I have osteoporosis, I still want to drink soda. It's like, well, you know, you know, you could stop drinking soda. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question also, what would you consider? Um, many people would say, hey, can I just take calcium? And a lot of times they're using, say, calcium carbonate. Um, but you also need magnesium. Mm-hmm. So uh, you would probably use some product uh, that has both together. Right. Now, let me put another example as to how that fits in of, like, the not drinking soda part. Uh, for, for, uh, for every molecule of glucose you eat, it takes 28 molecules of magnesium. So the person drinking soda, 
They say, well, gosh, why, why all of a sudden are they getting more fractures from soda? Well, it's just pulling out magnesium and other minerals as well, but pulling out magnesium from the body. So in the normal ratio for bones and muscles, you're going to have calcium and magnesium all the time together. Okay. Uh, it is, and, and I noticed, too, that you have a bone broth. Oh, that's right. Um, as far as which, which foods I would, since we're talking about bone health, uh, which, which foods I would recommend, um, I'm using bone, talk about bone broth in a moment, but I'm using a bone glandular. So, yes, a calcium product with calcium magnesium is much more effective than calcium carbonate. It's more easily absorbed if it's calcium lactate. And I'm using a bone glandular. Well, that's dried up bone. So instead of guessing how many micrograms of boron or magnesium or manganese or all the other little cofactors and put it in a laboratory, if you do a bone glandular, the bone glandular is all the components of bone because it is bone. That's probably my number one recommendation. And there's more, but that's my number one recommendation for bone. And anybody who has a fracture that and uh, i'm sorry what is bone glandular is that a, a product it's ground up bone uh, okay. many uh, many many distributors sell it or doctors will have it in their office but it's uh, it's just like uh, a glandular could be like armor thyroid big thyroid that's desiccated and uh, then brought into proper proportion like usp proportions uh so you do the same thing in chinese medicine you take that organ so a lot of times they might use turtle shell guaiban for uh, for building kidney energy, which is shell of dirt. Well, use a bone glandular. You take the bone, you grind it up, and you, you eat the bone. That builds bone. That's fascinating. It sounds so logical. Right, right, and way, way more effective than, than just calcium carbonate. Now, the second component is, well, gosh, uh, what about ligaments and tendons and joints and also bones and disc material? Well, if you notice, there's lots, and that's where the bone broth comes into play. If you notice, there's actually lots of positive studies showing like a glucosamine sulfate or chondroitin sulfate with a positive. Have you seen some of those studies where it seems like that seems to help people? No, I actually, I haven't. <laughs> ah, well, they have studies where the glucosamine sulfate would actually increase the joint space. Or have you heard of a thing called uh, synvisc? They'll take the collagen of chicken, they'll put it in somebody's knee, and it might actually decrease the knee pain because it's collagen. Yes. So, so it's sort of a medical approach. But well, instead of using an injection and a procedure, uh, we should most likely probably be eating bone broth all the time. Not, not, not 50, 60, and 70, but as a child and on. Well, what they do is you make soup with bones. Bones, ligaments, tendons, joints, knuckles. And that's how all those ingredients go into go into your body. You know, that's fascinating. I was thinking about some of the wisdom of, you know, our mothers and, and older generations who didn't have all of this technical knowledge. And I was just, as you were talking, I was, I mean, my mother never made bone broth, but she did the equivalent. She would make um, soup with um, br- um, with ribs that, you know, had bones in it. And so right, that, the well, that, broth, that's bone broth... That's it. Yeah, and chicken fricassee where they would take the feet of the chicken. Right, um, lots of nutrition in the chicken's feet. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, it, it's just it, it's fascinating what um, what was handed down to us, but we didn't know what it was, so we let it go. You know, it became oh, that was the way Mom cooked, but nobody does you know makes fricassee anymore. At least, yeah, I don't. Um, but I loved it. And, you know, I'm thinking there must have been a lot of wisdom that was inherent in the way people cooked and just the way they lived that we let go of because we didn't understand the why. And they didn't either. They just did it because their mother did it. Correct. Right. Fascinating. Um, we are actually at a good point to take a break now, but we will be um, back in a couple minutes with Aldo, so please stay with us. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, and this is Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and we're having a fascinating discussion with Aldo, so please stay with us. We'll be right back. Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with 
Aldo Diversa talking about his unique approach to diagnosis and treatment. <clears throat> and um, before we go into this, would you be willing to give your um, contact information in case somebody wants to uh, have a visit with you that they will know how to reach you? Uh, sure, sure. Thank you. Uh, for anybody uh, wanting more information about um, how we can we can help you with your particular situation, you can call the office. So our office number is 972-233-2929. A little diversa. And then uh, talk with the secretary and she'll have some questions for you. Again, it's 972-233-2929. Great. Because um, I know there are going to be some people who want um, to talk with you personally and and schedule a visit, I think. And and I also want to add what we were saying uh, offline, and that is that obviously all of these things are so complex, and we're just kind of skimming the surface of some ideas. But just to kind of give our listeners some new ways of thinking about things and pieces of information that they don't have, but obviously if they went into your office they would get a much thorough more thorough understanding and one of the things that, um, and an approach to whatever is going on within their body, but one of the things that is sort of um, not directly stated so far, but has kind of been an undercurrent of what you've been talking about is the personal approach that it's that everybody really gets time and um, and some very serious thinking and not like, oh, you know, I've, I've got to rush you out of here in order to, um, you know, make X amount of money today. And I'm not saying that you don't, you know, have schedules and, um, and financial commitments, but it, I just get the feeling that you take time with your patients and really look into deeply what's going on and from different angles, not just one belief system. I, I, would, uh, I would agree. Um, I suppose it's from my uh, own experience probably first in that whenever the doctor was more specific, and did more specific things, I got better results. And so when it was only general, it still might help or be of some use, but in the long run, the more specific the doctor could be, uh, the better results I got. I have gotten. So I did do the same thing with my patients. Uh, there are some general things everyone can still do, like get good sleep and drink clean water. Uh, but then for specific, specific conditions, you know, if you had a a stomach parasite, you just can't eat green vegetables and expect a stomach parasite to go away. You have to be very specific. And so I do do that in the office where I can be as, as detailed as possible. And part of that detailed is just listening to the patient to see how it, how it works. I mean, they might need something and they give you feedback, hey, you know, when I take this, this happens. And we just modify, make, modify how they you know, take it with food as opposed to on an empty stomach and they still get maybe the product that they need, but because they gave me enough detailed feedback and I listened, we find out what works for them. 
I, I think that's fabulous. And and we were also talking before um, during the break about stress and depression and emotions and how they affect even um, heart, heart, I think a lot of people are mm-hmm. aware of, but also even fractures or healing um, from sure. wounds. Could, could you go uh, a little bit into that? Yes. When, when they sort of try to do uh, studies to, to, to calculate that, to figure out a little more of how, how that relates, they found that when you're uh, depressed or have more stress, you have more pain and fatigue. And the, quite the opposite, that when you have positive emotions, you actually feel better. Now, a lot of people would say, well, of course. <laughs> Duh, <laughs> when, when, as the kids would say. <laughs> when, the science guys, um, when the science guys get into it, what they notice is that when the person is stressed out, it actually shuts down uh, your immune system and makes more inflammatory processes go up. And, and so... Uh, a few of them, if, if, I, if I gave a reference, is the PNAS study from April 17th, 2012, chronic stress and glucocorticoid receptor resistance. So uh, they're saying, hey, you're more likely to get some autoimmune infectious or coronary artery disease if you're chronically stressed. And so they even went one, one step further. They did a test on the heart. This was from JAMA, June 5th, 1996. And so they uh, were Tell people able to- what JAMA is. Journal, journal of the American Medical Association. So it's a medical journal. It's the level of a peer-reviewed journal. And so sort of in the science medical community, that's uh, regarded as a high-level journal, and it's, it's refereed sort of by their peers. And so they're trying to attain a level, all these journals, a level of uh, uh, high scientific um, at least acceptance or maybe a scrutiny where it's, it's not just someone writing a paper or a book. It's supposed to be a higher level of, hey, we, we really put statistics and numbers and tried to make a valid study. Right. Okay. So in this particular one, um, they had a nuclear imaging of the heart, and they realized that when people were under stress, it actually shuts down circulation in the heart. And so it's interesting that they're, in Chinese medicine, the heart is connected with emotions. They say the mind, and they use the word shen, shen meaning sort of spirit. Shen also might be, uh, be connected with the word uh, God. Uh, so, but they connect that with the heart, and so do most of us. Well, they found that, gosh, you could, be, you could be worried and stressed out, and it literally shuts down circulation in your heart, causing the emotional component, causing an actual measurable physical event. Wow. Which, which sort, of, sort of fits. I mean... If I were to say, you know, what's the most common day of the week to have a heart attack? Monday. It's Monday, right? And that's <laughs> and that's that's considered a higher stress work day. So there, you know, kind of that's also been studied too. But there really is a correlation to someone's stress and then a, a physical change in a physical event. Uh, if I gave one more, uh, they did a meta analysis where they had twenty two papers reviewed, and every time um, when the person was under mental stress, their wound healing was delayed or any actual physical biomarkers of healing, it takes them longer to heal when they're under stress. Wow. That was a psychosomatic research. I I would imagine that's probably also one reason older people who feel more stress than little kids do, I would think, um, don't heal as quickly. Sure, multiple factors. Sure, you you might have a lifelong issue you've been holding inside. (laughs) Right. 
and with less right. less nutrition and less battery left to left to, to to work with it. You also mentioned the impact of depression on fracture rates. Oh yes, it's 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 an amazing study because we'll do things in life and you wonder, hey, what's you, oh, well, someone recommended it? I'm just going to go do it. And so the question is, depression causing causing fractures? Well, what it is is. If you take an SSRI, you can double your risk of a broken bone. Now, SSRI, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, uh, antidepressant medication, maybe a Zoloft or a Prozac. Now, uh, I'm not saying you don't need to take depression medication. Your medical doctor needs to do a medical workup to determine that. But if the person does take a depression medication, and over time, they're going to double the risk of getting a broken bone. Wow. And I I think that's, I mean, I've said this on the show previously, is that I think if someone is really um, so seriously impacted by depression that they must take medication, then it can serve a positive purpose for a, a period of time, but not I mean, I know too many people who think they are going to need to take it for the rest of their lives and that that's what their doctors told them, as opposed to let's use the medication to help you get through and heal from what's causing the depression so we can stop taking the medication rather than antidepressants for life. Right, right, because there are effects. There are effects from it, uh, and that's just the most glaring one that comes to mind. But there's other effects as well. Um, you know, I, I would probably say for every patient in that sort of category, um, I'm a fan of having, uh, I guess the word would be a counselor, be some person that you talk to to work through the actual issue. So uh, some people have a good support staff, and it's their, their spouse or, or their family or really close friend. Maybe it's a pastor. But if you have no one in your close personal friends network that is with that kind of wisdom, maybe it has to be a professional counselor on some level. And so I think that's sort of an integral part of that sort of healing uh, that is really important of that person's, uh, that person's support network. Now, a, a lot of on my aspect, I mean, actually, I'd like to hear what you would say on that, but on my aspect, I'm also looking at the physical components. So it's like, wait, just like the stress makes the heart circulation go down, same thing with depression. The person could be depressed because the thyroid is off. Well, gosh, let's boost that nutrition levels. Oh, the person could be depressed because they're not seeing enough sunlight. So, you know, if you look for even just herbals, St. John's wort did just as well for depression in every category except severe depression. So there's all kinds of treatments, and I think it would be best to look at both aspects, say the, the counseling side, the actual thinking, emotional feeling component, and the physical aspects because they might just exercise, and exercise an hour a day, their depression would go away. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I think you, you, you have a lot of experience in that direction of, of helping people. Um, well, I, first of all, we're, um, we're coming to, to closure here, so let's oh. just finish this topic. I know the time goes so fast. There's so much yes. to say. But I agree with you 100%. Um, I do a lot of work with people who have been depressed um, and are depressed uh, through the helping them connect the, um, the physical and the emotional, the mental and, and the 
uh, heart, the conscious and the unconscious, so that they can release the pain and the um, anger and the fear that is, and the hurt that's causing from the emotional and the depression. And I also agree with you completely that there are healthy ways through herbs, um, like you mentioned, and through exercise um, and through community that help people uh, overcome depression. But sometimes there are life circumstances like you're in abuse or whatever, and you're not allowing yourself to see the truth of your situation. And so you're stuck in this mess and need help from somebody who can see um, more than you can and be an, an objective uh, listener and guide. There you go. Uh-huh. So I, I agree, and I, I love that you can see the total picture, too. And so I, am, I appreciate very much, Aldo, your being on the show and um, providing such valuable information. Would you give your phone number one more time, please? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, for those who have further questions, you could contact the office. It's 972 233 Two nine two nine nine seven two two three three two nine two nine. Thank you so much, Aldo, um, oh, and have a beautiful day. Oh, and too. I'd thank like to. And I'd also like to thank my listening audience for joining us on Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, like us on Facebook. You can do that by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, where you can also get more information on my services. It's also a good way to contact me if you want to talk about becoming a client. And as we were just talking about, if depression or other um, concerns are bothering you and you want the kind of help that I can provide, please contact me and also Aldo for the kind of support he can provide. I hope you'll join us next week when Dr. Melissa Oden will talk with us about living your life on purpose. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Music.